0: So uh, Aljona, thank you so much for, for joining me. Uh, as we are just talking about off air, this is one of the first podcasts back after about a three-month break as I've been looking after my daughter on paternity leave. So I'm really honored that we have a Ukrainian startup in the house on the podcast today. And um, you've really been through a lot since the very beginning of your startup. I mean, a startup journey is, is difficult anyway, but... Uh, you've had two massive things that you've had to deal with and overcome over the last uh, few years. And we'll get to that a little bit later. But um, maybe just for the audience uh, who are mostly going to be, you know, first-time entrepreneurs, could you give a little bit of introduction just both to you um, and also then to your to your startup, Fuel Finance?
1: please? Yeah. Hi. Hi. And thank you for your invitation. And not, uh, honest to be like your first podcast after this <laughs> long period. <laughs> So yeah, I'm a CEO and co-founder of Fuel Finance. Fuel Finance, like cloud financial department for startups, and uh, like I'm a person with financial background and the person who is completely in love with finance. So like we want to make it feel everyone be in such love in finance as we are. So <laughs> we want to make this uh, world a little bit better with financial management, cool financial management, <laughs> not boring. So yeah, it's a little bit about us.
0: That's cool. Great. And it's really great. I didn't actually know that your background was like in finance. So I think this is really interesting because when we talk about startups, we always say, you know, it's good to have an idea for a business, but you kind of need to find the customer problem, right? So yeah. would it be correct that you were your own customer in the very beginning, like you were working maybe in finance and you just kind of said just this is not acceptable we need to make it easier for for small and medium businesses to to do finance like what was the what was the moment maybe for you when you were working your other job that made you realize that this was a really big problem and that maybe there was a chance here to build
1: actually like yeah i understand i should say that i really like was uh I always saw this huge problem with uh, financial management mm-hmm. because, uh, like, I was working as financial director, a C4, so as financial analyst, and I was always, like, angry somehow that why, why finance is so really not cool. So all this, uh, like, different, like, XLS docs and uh, everything, like, is not interesting. And... Uh, I saw this problem that really founders, they really, they couldn't understand how they can use this finance. Mm. Uh, Like first of all, for uh, their decisions. And first of all, how they can in an easy way understand what they should get from all this number of different figures, what is really important there Mm. and how to analyze it and what exactly need, what you don't need. So uh, that's why I always saw this problem and uh, also the problems that, Like, we don't have cool financial systems for, like, small, medium business and startups. So we have, like, year P's for big companies. So, okay, but year P are not cool also. So (laughs) from my experience, like, years of setup and, like, very huge, like, expenses and really high expenses. And it's also not not a good product, not a good solution. So uh, that's why when I saw this problem, I tried uh, to like resolve this problem, find like better solution for it. And um, uh, when we started work with our team, we started work like as consultants. Mm. And uh, after like, first 100 companies, uh, we understood that we ha- have the same patterns in financial sphere, the same data sources, the same challenges, like depending on business model, depending on like stage of development of this company. And we started to create simply our system uh, on our own. So we use Goose precious for it. and. Uh, I remember the time when we switched, like, from XLS, uh, from Excel, like, to Google Spreadsheets, and we understand that, okay, in Google Spreadsheets, we really can be, like, because we can do everything there different connections like uh like integrations all, integrations yeah all automation so everything and we were like oh my gosh yeah
0: <laughs> this is the <laughs> finally, answer
1: yeah finally we automated everything and uh, yeah it was a very great experience and uh, Clients simply uh, really used this not very good solution based on Google Spreadsheet. So it was not cool at all on the start. It was real MVP. But uh, we saw that uh, it really brings value for our clients. So we mm-hmm. decided, okay, we really good at finance. We understand so what is it. We already understand how to build this product. So we simply decided uh, why, why, why we shouldn't do it. So let's do this product.
0: Perfect. You know, you've know, just given me another fantastic example to use for, for other startups because I'm always looking for good examples of prototyping. And the fact that you told me that you worked first as consultants and actually had over a hundred customers, that, that to me is like, first of all, an excellent way to prototype, right? Because you can make revenue from the beginning because you, yeah. of course, understand that the, there was a gap in knowledge with founders and small businesses, right? And then the second part was the technology. But Am I correct that you actually prototyped like kind of your solution with Google Sheets to begin with? Yeah. With some smart yeah. like uh, formulas and stuff like that. Wow. Okay. Yeah,
1: everything, everything in that way, and uh, we simply use even now we use like Google spreadsheets, Google spreadsheet system like as front end solution. Mm. So yeah, we really build like data storage and uh, like on Amazon, and uh, we build uh, all connections already on much higher level, but. Uh, we still use uh, Google Spreadsheets because we still improve our product. And it's a really huge uh, way of flexibility for us. So when we see, for example, after, like, I don't know, this first client, we understand, okay, simply this client can get, like, better decision with this and this solution. And we can really change it very fast. Test this idea, and after that, already automate it and, like, make more automation with it, so... Wow, always MVP.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but like it's fantastic because people often think that their MVP needs to be the MVP of like the fuel finance. App, you know, that's like a separate yeah, yeah. app. Like it's completely yeah. like it's hours. We coded everything. We spent two hundred million hours coding it, and then we're ready. And then, of course, you find that the customers don't want it usually, yeah. right? So I think I really, really love, and I didn't realize that you're using um, Google spreadsheets, but that's a fantastic way to to deliver value and, as you said, to, to iterate so quick. So that's um that's a great lesson everyone that's listening. So <laughs> it's really, really cool. <laughs> sure. I mean, I'm glad to hear. I wasn't expecting that uh, to be honest, so thank you. And um, cool. I, I kind of have like a question because what I'm really passionate about and reading a lot about at the moment are kind of the key decisions that like certain founders make that maybe they make them at the very early stage when they're building the business and they don't have any revenue yet. But then later those decisions end up having a really big impact on the, on the company. So these things can be sometimes to do with equity. They could be do with decisions that you make to join an accelerator or, or something that kind of, for whatever reason, uh, 10X your growth or your speed. So my question to you would be, was there any, like looking back over the last two, two and a half years, was there any cr- critical moments whereby, you know, you kind of can say that decision that we made, not that you like made the perfect decision, but like there was a <laughs> milestone that you just hit and then, Something changed, and then you ended up maybe getting your first customer, or you ended up getting not just one customer but reaching 10 customers, etc. So, was there like a key moment or a key decision you can think about um, that was really influential on your success?
1: Yeah, um, I I remember that moment. All the moments. Uh, Yeah, all all the moments. So, uh, like for us, uh, I think it was like the period during the COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we start to work, uh, so first of all, like earlier we were based only uh, on the on Ukrainian market and like, mm-hmm. okay, some European companies, but uh, during the COVID, we started to work with startups from the US mm-hmm. and uh, we understood that uh, it's like better decision to work um, like with a client from the US and targeting this market because it's much, much, much bigger than the yeah. European market. So, and uh, also it was like uh, our really like, good solution because I'm like uh, on the first year, like during first year I was solo founder.
0: Mm. And
1: uh, due, after the COVID we started to work with uh, Patrick, first of all, like as a client, and uh, after that, we started to work with Jaroslav uh, new co-founder of Petcube as like our consultant and after that he joined us like as a co-founder and uh, i Almost think like it was like a
0: prototype right customer yeah, 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 and yeah, founder. yeah. it's cool <laughs>
1: <laughs> from mvp <laughs> all, st- all stages
0: <laughs> but,
1: yeah he, o- he always was involved like in product development uh, when we started to work uh, with pet as a client yeah and i think it was also like uh, very uh like this moment that you said when like everything started to develop in another way so we mm-hmm. started to be focused on startups uh, from the yes and uh, yourself joined us as a co-founder and uh, we started really to think about the product because like before petcube it was like okay we do some sims, some systems we even like haven't thought about like product creation something like that and after that when we made this software for petcube they started guys, you have a product. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, we have a product. <laughs> <So> we're <laughs> okay. kind of just doing
0: like tailored solutions kind of for companies, right? At that point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 It was like yeah. tailored solutions. So we simply like used our practice before mm. and it was really system, which is automated and cool. But, um, I think like we haven't, I haven't thought that, okay, it, it will be like a fully automated product or system yeah. and, uh, I understand that, okay, we should like, okay, like from consulting business, I uh, always have this idea. You should have more projects for per one person. Mm-hmm. And uh, we simply like always try to find the way how we can do it. And uh, automation for us, it was like that way when we simply can don't spend time on something that are very operational. Yeah. And like, yeah. save uh, like time of financial managers on more strategic questions. And it was for us like, go but uh, before that we, we haven't imagined that okay, it's already a product like an MVP. So <laughs> yeah. it was like that moment that you said it was okay. Oh, cool! We can build a product.
0: Wow. and then you become a real saas company so you can yeah. really, you can really scale at that point right because you have yeah. a product that as you said can be mostly automated maybe you still have a manual onboarding process or something with a person from your team but you can you can sell without having to be awake right kind of yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. really interesting also that you took on a founder after you had already generated revenue and like obviously had validated many, many times that this like market made sense. I think a lot of people think differently. They think I need, I have an idea, I see a problem, and then I need to get a co-founder immediately. But at least for you, I presume you kind of knew what you needed, right? When you took on yeah. that co-founder because you had done the work already with the customers, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's cool. Nice. And um, so interesting as a, as a solo founder, then my, my, my next question um, is, is something that I hear about a lot with um not just startups, but also with scale-ups that, you know, obviously the role of, of CEO kind of changes a lot, right. From the early days of, I imagine your first hundred consultancy customers and what you're doing to try to keep everything running to, to now like running a company with, I think you have over 10 plus maybe 20 employees right at the moment
1: 20, or, 20 plus
0: yeah or really. so i mean that's obviously a huge difference they normally say like after you go beyond the the five or six people that are in your kind of close co-founding first employees uh team it, it really becomes a different job right in a certain sense so maybe you could talk a little bit about that so what I'm getting at is like a little bit of expectations for for maybe some yeah. people that are listening that think, oh, I'm just gonna like you know continue to code for the next five years until we <laughs> exit. But I guess your job is 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 very different now than it was in the beginning,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. I should say it's it's like completely different now. <laughs> so it's yeah. I should say it's um like. Uh, uh, for me, it was like uh, the most challenge maybe when uh team was already more than eight people. So like uh, when we have like less than 80 members, it was like somehow okay. So uh, it was really some type of manual management and everything like that. But after like eight, number of eight, it was already crazy. And they started to understand that uh, we should change something and mm-hmm. I should start to have like, not only like, uh, we start to, we should have like managers inside the team. So, and uh, I should have like executive managers who can really do their job and control all other people inside the team. So uh, That's kind it kind of was,
0: delegation of the role a little bit. Right?
1: Yeah, delegation. And uh, oh, it, it was crazy period. I remember that period. So, and uh, I remember even when like, all, all our executive teams like uh, three persons from executive teams they were financial managers before so now they like had a project team had of r&d team so commercial director inside like um inside field so but everyone like was earlier a financial manager and i remember that it grows like and they are away from financial managers to like real managers who manage like different uh, different teams and i remember that crazy period we even like uh, had a drop um, in sales like one month when it was like the bad like, the craziest period uh, because all the situation with um, executive team who like start to grow and you need to manage them. They have like different conflicts inside. So it was like crazy months. And um, yeah after I mean, leadership that leadership
0: takes time, right? And it takes time yeah, for like the really team to come together and work and everything, right?
1: Yeah, I should say it like takes uh, four or five months. Like mm, we wow. had the situation and it really takes four or five months. Uh, like before we really started to have great, good, goods, like not very cool, but good executive meetings. Yeah. And, uh, after that, I think, uh, also with this way of, uh, my development as a CEO, we started to develop our products also in another mm. way, because, um, I started to understand, so I read uh, that book, which uh, was written by a CEO of Intel. Um, I I couldn't remember. About management, so... Mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, Okay, uh, I'll I'll say, yeah. (laughs) So, and uh, um, it it was very cool for me, so it was written really in the 90s, but nothing really has changed from that period of time in management. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's like the greatest book in management for all CEOs like must read. And uh, we started really to build a system when uh, everyone like from our executives started to be responsible for some figures, KPIs, projects. And we started to improve our financial system and when we started like to build all all these dashboards and graphs, uh, according not only financial, like, uh, results but also uh, combining uh, these financial figures with operational figures mm. and because i always like uh, i started to be ceo and i started to understand okay how can i control all functions how like they can bring real results how i can check it and we started to, like really improve our financial product to like the product which will be great for ceos to manage mm. like different functions but with financial data which mm. is connected, like to different operational figures. Yeah. So that's why it was a very great period for us, and now we're really, uh, I think uh, that like we're really. Always were crazy about different systems inside operational processes, automation. Yeah. So uh, we really have a cool like system uh, built uh, in Notion, operational like system with all like toolkits, onboarding, everything wow. else. So
0: you're
1: using and Notion
0: for that—that's amazing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It, fantastic it's fantastic tool,
0: right? I mean, it's
1: very <laughs>
0: crazy, crazy functionality. What you can do? Yeah,
1: with it. yeah. very cool. We even like build some uh, this all our. Uh, like website, build, we build them on Notion. Uh, like during the war, so our like financial website for to help like uh, small medium enterprise in Ukraine also built uh, right, based yeah. on Notion. So mm-hmm. it, it, it was very cool for us. And uh, yeah, so we started like uh, to improve uh, our management, and, and now we really have the situation when like one person responsible for some figures, KPIs, uh, dashboards, graphs. And uh, results like weekly, monthly, uh, Mm. quarterly, and uh, it's very obvious way when we really finally built this system (laughs) (laughs) with all figures, Uh, it was like for me, oh, finally finally i could imagine it's like your
0: baby almost right (laughs) when you finally produce it and it's working
1: (laughs) yeah and i really like uh, i think that like before the period i was blind because now i really understand everything so it's Mm. very easy way to manage uh, to manage everything in business with uh, all this like control system like of management control and system simply like when you're the stand of figures who is yeah. responsible for what what project they have what results they will get from this project so mm-hmm. it's like great experience and now I believe it's like the most important part like on the first like year in the first year of uh, being CEO I thought okay what what like what should CEO do so <laughs> I, some sometimes I, I like I have I had the thought. Okay, maybe I should do some other work, not CEO. So it's not maybe so important. So maybe I should like see it and build the system. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. something like that. But now I already understand that it's really a huge work
0: yeah so it sounds like you by delegating the work and really getting the system in place it kind of gave you um first of all the right data that could flow yeah. and people that would like manage those key metrics right yeah
1: that they would yeah. they would
0: be responsible for the teams that gather the data or drive the business in this direction yeah. or that direction and you were kind of, you had capacity and you had more time and energy to like sit back and see the full picture right yeah because i guess in the beginning you're just running right you're just you're just yeah. trying to generate revenue and you were doing consultancy at the beginning which is obviously great yeah, exactly but it's like tough that. work and it's a lot of like um time for you as an individual as well
1: right? yeah exactly like that so now it's really much easier right so we need like Uh, we only have like weekly executive meeting and uh, it's like two hours for five people and uh, we simply go through our dashboards on this Mm -hmm. meeting and we check what is going on on a weekly basis like plan fact analysis and with Mm -hmm. different like figures understanding sales marketing expenses product development everything like that and it's like very easy way so now it's like very good. So we simply spend time not like on manual work on understanding something you spend time on brainstorms and like mm. uh, understanding what, what next approaches should be test. So it's, yeah. I think it's valuable.
0: Yeah, no, it's perfect. I remember seeing a fantastic uh, workshop from Y Combinator on that, like the key metrics at a very basic yeah. level for different types of businesses. And I think um, a lot of startups in the very beginning are a little bit sometimes distracted by trying to get, gain revenue and not revenue, sorry, they're trying to get funding and they kind of like forget that, you know, the aim of the game is to generate <sighs> revenue. Right. And then you get to your level and then it's not just as simple as is the revenue going up or down because you have sales, you have marketing, you have all these other things. Right. So yeah.
1: it makes sense. It's, also, it, it's like also a secret because uh, when I watched the video by, um, uh, Michael Signal he uh-huh. told like uh, this uh, phrase which I really very appreciate he, oh, I think uh, someone, this. Yeah, some, someone asked him about like revenue, if I have like zero revenue, why I should track this revenue like on a weekly basis and he said, yeah, you should like See these figures and be depressed Yeah, didn't he say <laughs> so, something like You should
0: put a big TV screen Like behind your team yeah, And yeah, put yeah, zero yeah. on the screen And just look at it every day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that quote Oh, it's fantastic it's exactly yeah. really
1: how do these figures work so when you really uh, see all these graphs and all your data every day and every week you yeah. always really depressed and start to think okay what i should do what i should do and yeah. finally you uh, understand what you should yeah.
0: do and i think your meetings right every week they're, they're the same thing as looking at the zero number as yeah. because it's more data but you're trying to understand like, why is it going up? Why is it going down? What's the next yeah. strategy? Did the last strategy work? So, I mean, basically it's lean startup for the different operation, arms,
1: yeah. For sure. right?
0: But it's the same thing. Those insights are so important. I mean, they should never be underestimated by startups, particularly the, I love the, the big zero on on the team.
1: Big, big zero.
0: Very, very important, very important.
1: Yeah.
0: I think if everyone did that, we'd be in a very good situation with the future of uh, startup world. Yeah. Um, yeah so look i would love to, to to touch on something obviously very important because you mentioned the the first big challenge that you had i mean i'm sure you had many as an entrepreneur particularly a, a solo founder in the very beginning but you you got through corona which you mentioned which was one of the big uh, uh say challenges that you faced but of course uh, over the last number of months there has been the war that's ongoing in, in ukraine and you've been not just continuing to run your own business but also um, uh, offering to help other uh, Ukrainian businesses um, that are basically a, a under pressure here to be able to keep keep running. Um, may, I have a couple of questions, but maybe we could, could you talk like just a little bit to give some people insights of what it is like to run a startup uh, in the middle of uh, effectively a war zone and and how you managed to, to keep things on track. I mean, was your was your system in place already and were you able to, as best you could keep things running? Um, maybe just a, li- a few insights on that would be would be interesting. Yeah. Don't mind.
1: Uh, like uh, yeah, like first of all, uh, having the war in the country where you live, and like we have, I think, eighty percent of team members who really are based in Ukraine were based in Ukraine like before mm-hmm. the war, and uh, it was like a huge challenge. First of all, to relocate all team members uh like during first weeks because uh it was uh unstable situation in eastern ukraine unstable situation in kyiv so that's why it was like the first challenge the second challenge it's support um and uh, like all managers uh like all managers and all executives in fuel uh, we're working to support other team members, help them because every team member has different situation. Someone has like problems with family relocation. Someone has like problems with health, psychological, like uh, their situation. So everything, everything is different. So it uh, it was like used uh, simply uh, very often. We made different one to one meetings. Yeah. and uh like uh, executive some some stuff from executive team was someone was responsible for uh some number of uh, team members and uh they made uh, very often uh, this one-to-one meetings and simply like during first day we were like chatting in slack and seeing every minute and uh, stay connected
0: yeah uh,
1: and like it's um, it's even like it's even not the situation when you think about the business. So, like first days, especially and first week, it was a situation to even like be safe and stay alive. So it's yeah. uh, it was more more like hu- human communication here and uh, simply trying to support uh, like everyone in your team. So already on the second week it was a um, better situation so we started to work like uh, not with like 100 capacity but uh, we started to work like and it was really very often from bomb shelters and um, already on the third week we renewed i think 100 percent of our capacity because mm-hmm. we started to make uh, all these projects so and also this like financial platforms was created by our team for ukrainian small and medium enterprises now uh, we made it on the third week uh, of the war so wow, already
0: in week three you were you released yeah. uh, that software yeah. for the for the businesses wow that was fast
1: uh yes yeah, so, yeah it was uh, really fast and uh, so we are like people with financial background mainly so with economical background we Really understood like first of all yeah we have the war we need to support like a ukrainian army and yeah. uh, we donate the ukrainian army but also we understand that uh, war is very expensive and like uh, economic like ukrainian economy simply stopped and uh, it was like stopped like I think during the march and uh, even like i think now that more than 30 40 percent of businesses is simply uh, can't work as it was like uh, before yeah. the war or simply like some businesses closed and mm-hmm. um, that's fine like we had all, always this mission uh, to support simple businesses to, evo- to avoid financial mistakes to help them grow and we believe that uh, when companies really grow they can really make an impact on GDP growth and they really can pay taxes salaries and I think mm-hmm. it's really important so Yeah, we like provided this uh, financial financial platform, and we made different number of like number of different consulting for Ukrainian businesses with anti-crisis plans, how to manage everything now, like what Mm -hmm. like what expenses they should cut and how they like can. Uh, how they can stay alive here uh, with their businesses, like during a longer period of time, uh, because uh, we also understand that usually in such situation. Uh, you should really cut your costs very fast. So you couldn't think like, okay, I will think about it in like in a week. You should cut costs uh, in order to have this like period of time, like one month, two months, to simply rebuild your business, maybe start new products. But uh, you will like get, uh, you will have this two months. So in the case when you like postponed your decision, you simply uh, it will not be efficient, and you simply like will close business in one month. So. It was uh, really crazy, and uh, uh, we also like uh, created a chart of different financial managers and CFOs from like from the whole Ukraine, and they like also made support for Ukrainian businesses. So um, yeah, it, it was. Um, I think that uh, our simplest solution inside our team was. Uh, simply do our work, do what we do like the best. So different team members, they also like, they work. Uh, We made this all projects to support businesses and they also like uh, volunteer. And uh, they help like uh, like on the places in towns where where they are. So they help like with kitchen on uh, kitchen. They simply help like uh, for the Ukrainian uh, like army. Mm-hmm. So everything what was needed. Uh, uh, I think like uh, really these first two months they were without without even hour or some like one hour or some like relax or simply everyone was working. So now we really understand that it's like long-term situation we should combine we should be productive so it uh, it couldn't be the way when we like be working seven days per day like uh, 15, uh, 15 hours per day so yeah. um but it's only uh, so long you
0: can do that for right i mean uh, yeah. i only mean that at least now with a little bit of the ease of, of uh, on pressure specifically yeah. Yeah, for example and the, the movement towards the east yeah um, at, at least it gives a little bit of space for for you to have the rest that you need no. also for your mental Yeah no, already, it is a, a
1: little bit yeah, yeah but um, yeah for for us it was the, like for us was a good situation that we simply we were very focused uh on our mission so what mm. we should do and uh Uh, that we can help real businesses. And we really were focused on our work and uh, also our business development because, like, my first mission was, okay, first, like, uh, I should help my country where Mm -hmm. I can, like, do all my best. And the second one, like, I should really grow my business because i also responsible for this 23 people inside my team. And my responsibility is also, like, not only the country, but this business and pay salaries as people. So That's your uh, family,
0: right, in a way. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, that's why it was, like, my main focus and uh, simply still my main focus. So it's, like, the way I think also it's the way when we could be resourceful so uh, really working every time and concentrated what we can do so simply i think didn't have time like uh, to read much news or focused on uh, like everything what is going on so Mm -hmm. but yes sometimes we also we hold people so sometimes we um really very disappointed and um frustrated and also like can't understand why why like, we, ha- we have this situation, uh, but it's like several minutes and after that we understand that it's better to work now and uh, do something which will be helpful for everyone
0: yeah i suppose it comes down to and um, uh, really respect what you did because you you basically took what you're really good at and you tried to use that to uh, as a tool right to help the people yeah. around you and uh, i think the the point that you made i mean that, that's just to say on that point about using what you know and the skills that you have i mean that's all you could control right you, you yeah. could only control what what you could do with your business and the, the skills and the knowledge that you could yeah. offer to other people i mean that's the 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 best thing you can do in a situation that is of course mostly out of your control and also very uncertain is to try to to focus yeah. on the things that you can control but um, yeah um, it's a um, huge respect for for you and your team um i, I want to just to ask did you find that it, it completely sharpened your, your, your mission. Like, I mean, you mentioned two very interesting things that of course, I mean, your, your country comes first, comes, comes first, particularly in this time of war and that you offered to as best you can help. And then you had a, a secondary mission, of course, to support uh, as you, as you should, as, as the owner of this business. And as you know, the, uh, the head of the family for, for fuel finance, I mean, the, the salaries, everything depended on, and, and your customers as an extension of that, but did it, did it sharpen your, your, mission uh, what you wanted to achieve or what did it kind of like just remain the same or like uh, I'm, just, I'm just curious yeah
1: yeah uh, i understand right. it, it's remained the same so like from yeah. the start we had this mission to support businesses and help them avoid financial mistakes mm. avoid bankruptcies yeah. and uh simply in that way we really can make huge impact uh to help these businesses grow and uh, simply stay profitable, and uh, also be financially efficient. And in mm. that way, I really believe that uh, we help not only these companies, but we help like uh, GDP grow. So it's yeah. like because it's yeah. like understandable that businesses simply uh, make an impact, first of all, on GDP, like in their countries and in the whole world, also.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, a great point because. I guess, of course, in a very serious war and in a crisis situation, it's easy to to think that uh, you know, in, in in the short term, that you need to you know support the the local businesses, support the people that are around you, protect yourself, but also support the army. But I think your perspective is very um, wise that also the growth of GDP and the growth of businesses and helping other businesses to continue is probably even one of the more um, important medium to long-term goals of how you can help to support your country. Right. Because in the end, I mean, that's how a country lives and, and prospers. Right. Is just, through- yeah, the ability to yeah. maintain businesses and to hopefully uh, improve them, yeah. Uh, can yeah. I ask, um, was that? Uh, I know you created the the resource that you mentioned. That was on that was on Notion, was it? The for the startups yeah. that was, and it was all about like financial aspects of how they could cook costs and stuff like that. So it was kind of like a package for them or was there something else?
1: It, it, yeah. It was like, uh, we created this platform, first of all, like, uh, on Notion. So mm. we simply have several, several blocks there. So like first one is like, everyone can leave the request for financial consulting on this mm. platform. And, uh, after that, so we also like financial managers also leave, can leave the, uh, like request and like, proposal to help other businesses Mm -hmm. it's like the first one was after that we also made uh, all this information like a blog about enterprises planning, all like spreadsheets, examples how it should be built, what decisions were made by different companies now, examples of these uh, decisions, also different like examples of financial calculations. Also, we had the blog with news and debates about taxes, legal part, everything like that. So, yeah, like companies are fast, right? Or they yeah, very, first, yeah, yeah, very fast. So, also, we had a blog there with uh, information. About how to open legal entities in other countries, mm. and so like uh, very detailed instruction how companies can do it now. Uh, also, we like had information on this platform uh, with uh, other different sources, which like will be useful. For example, how to get different discounts on different like subs- like on different programs. Mm-hmm. What text you should uh, like write to whom you can write this text and like uh all information also about different funds different grants so everything like that so it's like total platform with everything like what is needed now to manage like business and financial in ways. way so yeah
0: i mean that's extremely comprehensive i mean that's amazing so congratulations on you and your yeah. team for putting that together i mean that's probably even better than some accelerators would do some of the accelerators <laughs> in the world don't even have that level of information but uh Wow, I can only imagine. I mean, that's critical, right, for those startups. I mean, particularly startups as well that are maybe not yet making revenue or making a little bit of revenue. It's uh, yeah, important that they can maybe set up a legal entity uh, outside yeah. just for now to allow them to continue to operate or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, thank you very much for for sharing all that. And I have an important question because, I mean, look, you're you're a survivor. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> for sure. I mean. Number 1 I I admire you because you bootstrapped from the very beginning as a, as a solo founder and you've like you focused on that, that beautiful uh path that I tried to preach and try to explain to other startups that you know you started with consultancy you you were your own customer so you obviously understood the problem uh, you you went towards using existing tools and creating this um these kind of processes that are that are efficient yeah. and somewhat automated and then you had you know at the right time you when you knew what you needed you <laughs> took on a co-founder uh, you've navigated two uh, um, unbelievable situations that probably were not possible to ever predict in humanity, right? The, the Corona yeah. situation and then also straight in, even before Corona was gone, uh, it was unfortunately the uh, the invasion of Ukraine, Ukraine and the war. Um yeah and i just want to know what's what's next uh and, and maybe how how we can possibly help you because you've done a tremendous amount of work to support uh, your country to, to to you know from from a, also a financial perspective to be able to grow uh, your own business during this time to support uh, the growth of, of businesses in ukraine so what's what's next for fuel finance and uh, what's what's going to happen in the next year or so and how can we help you
1: yeah, like uh, now we are start uh, fundraising. So our first first time. Wow, <laughs> so two and a half
0: but... years. Take note, yeah. anyway. two and a half years and lots and lots of business and revenue. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So like, and uh, yeah, because like, first of all, we want to build a really billion company, and. Uh, it's not even like the final goal, my final goal, like uh, I always like have this passion to change uh, financial sphere and uh, mm-hmm. I have that, my crazy ideas that like financial sphere will be changed completely by Ukrainian team. So it's like my crazy, craziest ideas and which I want to realize. and. Uh, like, first of all, it's uh, our mission and we go with our mission further. So we will raise, we will grow, we will have more customers like from the yes and uh, we will build our product. And I believe that with this product, we finally... We finally will change this very old financial financial management, which is not cool. And uh, like my final goal, I will be happy when we'll see that really founders uh, finally start love their finance because it's very easy to use and very understandable, not boring at all. So, uh, yeah. So we will do everything like that. Like I think that like do our best that we can now
0: fantastic i think um you have a fantastic position in the market especially when you're aiming for younger founders and owners and companies because there's probably a huge gap between all this cool technology and destructive and innovation and they get so excited and then it comes to their finance and they're looking at an excel sheet and they're like oh my god yeah. so then along comes fuel finance with their amazing branding on their website and like just system yeah. it works and i think it's um I think you have the potential to really go and become a unicorn for sure. And I, I love your mission. I think more, um, more entrepreneurs need to double or triple their vision. Right. So I think your vision <laughs> is already there. It's it's uh, it needs to be, it needs to seem that you can't achieve it. Right. And you need to rise yeah. to that challenge. And that's exactly what you've done over the last two and a half years. So look, thank, thank you so much um, for for your, for your time. I really, really appreciate it. And thanks for everything that you're doing for your country and for all the businesses that you support also as your customers. And what's the best uh, way for people to maybe check out fuel finance? Is it just fuelfinance.com? Yeah.
1: Fuelfinance.me. So we also have their information about like how you can support uh, Ukraine also. So Fantastic. will will appreciate if you'll yeah, no, our of website. course
0: uh, no I'll make sure to put that link of course in the in the description and uh, same for the video recording of this I'll put on YouTube so I'll make sure that all the links are there and uh, just to say as well like, please do go to that website and uh, have a look at the options that are available to be able to support Ukraine and it's also a fantastic website I love how cool it is as you said it's a fantastic example of branding because I was doing some lectures on branding recently and uh, honestly it's uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful website as well. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> thank thank you.
0: you. Yeah. So, you know, thank you very, very much for your time. We really, you. really appreciate it. I wish you a good weekend and hopefully everything
1: will improve over the next coming weeks and months yeah. in, in Ukraine. Thank you so much, Alan. Thank okay. you. Thanks.